Welcome to Level with Emily Reese. This is music by Nicholas Dietrich for the real-time strategy zombie survival game called They Are Billions. I was really taken with the art and design for this game. It's really colorful. Uh, it's steampunk, and it's just fun to look at. It's isometric. I love isometric games, even though I'm terrible at real-time strategy games. And Nicholas says this game is very hard, by the way. He used a full orchestra recorded live in Eastern Europe, and he also used a lot of like metallic sounds to reflect that steampunk vibe of the game. He has worked with a composer that we've had on level a few times before, and uh, we'll have him on again soon, actually, Olivier Derivière. Also in this conversation, Nicholas and I talk about a couple of great jazz pianists, which will make sense when that comes along. We talk about a fella named Shy Maestro and another fella named Esbjorn Svensson. I'll have their names and links to them up on our website, and you'll hear some of their music uh, in this show as well. Our website is patreon.com level. So this is a um, RTS, a real-time strategy game, uh, in which you have to build and manage a colony of survivors in a post-apocalyptic zombie world. And in this game, um, the particularity is that every now and then you have a big swarm of zombies attacking your colonies and you have to be ready to defend it. And the more the time... um, goes the time the swarms are getting so the game is getting uh, harder and harder the more you play sure and that's where the term they are billions comes from right because the the uninfected normal healthy quote-unquote people are numbering maybe in the thousands but the zombies are in the billions therefore they are billions which is really clever yeah. I, I i was curious where that came from and and it was it, it explains it in the trailer of course and uh, it's yeah. very very cool and what's cool uh, with this game is that the engine that the studio build is it's a custom engine that can display 20,000 units in real time so this is huge and so you have the the real impression that you actually have 1 billion zombie to fight the other thing too, Nicholas, is it's a beautiful looking game. The the mm-hmm. colors and the detail and everything is very beautiful. Yeah, yeah, they did an amazing job with the art direction. And if I recall, it was difficult to find the the right stone for for the for the art because um, it wasn't easy. I, I mean, I I should ask uh, the studio more about that, but I remember that. It has like the process to come up with that uh, visual style was pretty difficult. I'm sure because it is very graphic and, Mm -hmm. you know, zombies, right? But the other thing, too, that we've not mentioned yet is it's steampunk, isn't it? It is. Yes, absolutely. It's steampunk. Yeah. So talk to me about then the music and how that uh, beautiful art design and the steampunk aspect of it uh, Mm -hmm. maybe affected the way you wrote the music. Yeah, it did. Actually, it was challenging to come, even for me to come up with the music style because every code that you would think about 
for a zombie game or a steampunk game, those uh, codes didn't really fit the game at all. So, for example, it's a zombie game, but it's not very scary. It's more <laughs> humoristic. Um, steampunk, but it's not uh, stuffy, you know, uh, it's not like a game like uh, Dishonored, for example, right. or you have more, you know, uh, aristocratic steampunk, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's a really dirty game, very oily, <laughs> very greasy <laughs> and, and noisy, you know, so I couldn't go with the classic uh, chamber music, harpsichord uh, kind sure. of thing that you could find in a regular steampunk game. And yeah, so it was, and, and you know, it's humoristic, but it's not cartoony. It's not really cartoony, so I couldn't go with the like the the comedy music. It was it was a <laughs> right. bit difficult. So you have all these elements to to balance, and uh, it it took me quite some time to you know find the right tone with uh, for the music. Yeah. So then how did you find that tone and, and talk a little bit about, you know, the, how, you know, orchestral it is and, and things along those lines. Yeah. We had a lot of discussions with uh, Jesus Arribas, the game director, and uh, we decided to focus on the gameplay more than the setting. And what makes the game great and unique is the large, large scale of the game. You know, to have all those uh, zombies coming at you, it's very, very impressive and, and very stressful. And I wanted to reflect that in the music. That's why we decided to go with a big, bombastic orchestra. And I think it was really the best thing to reflect, uh, to reflect the game, you know, with the music. And uh, for the steampunk part, because I wanted to bring an original uh, sonic element to the to the orchestra i uh, recorded a lot of metallic uh, but not instruments but more like uh, anvils you know like hitting with with hammers and a lot of uh, clock ticking that kind of things that i recorded in my studio mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, we layered that with the orchestra and uh, yep the, this is how we came up with that uh, style I, in the main theme, I love the trumpet solo that happens in the middle, and it's very simple. It's not elaborate. It's just this lovely little uh, lone trumpet that kind of appears. Uh, tell yeah. me a little bit about, about that part. Well, you know, it's a, it's a game about surviving and that kind of lonely trumpet in the middle of uh, two big heavy sections, it kind of represents uh, in some way the loneliness of the, of the survivors against the wild. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? Yes. I mean, it's a bit, it's a bit uh, meta. It's, it's a bit abstract, but that 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 is the the thought I have I yeah. had when composing it. Tell me about the musicians. They sound wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, and they are uh, very, very good. Uh, and you know, when you go record in East Europe, it has a bad reputation because it's it's way less expensive than London or, mm -hmm. or even Paris. Or the states, and uh, but this orchestra they they did a terrific job, and we recorded in um, 
uh, at Slovak Radio, so uh, the studio of uh, the Slovak Radio, and they have a beautiful, beautiful uh, sounding hall. It's actually a real symphony concert hall. Oh wow! And so we we could take advantage of the beautiful acoustic of the hall, and uh, the results is uh, very amazing. Did you go to the recording session, Nicholas? Absolutely. Yeah, I have a, nice. like a rule. I always go where my music is played. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I did. I, I went myself and, uh, and we had a wonderful time. My mixing engineer is uh, Peter Fox. He's a, a German sound engineer. He worked on Dead Space and that kind of, uh, oh, of games. Cool. And the conductor was uh, Johannes Vogel from uh, Vienna. Uh, really, really great guy. So I had a wonderful team with me. I, I was very, very happy with the recording. They sound absolutely fantastic. And and I mean, there are many, many scores that are recorded in Eastern Europe. And those players, they're just as good, you know. It, it, is, it yeah. is really funny because it it is this stigma because of the money, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. mean, there are scores recorded in Eastern Europe that sound everybody as good as scores recorded in Abbey Road or Skywalker or in L.A. I mean, it's... Absolutely. Yeah, they absolutely. just, they played just beautifully. Yeah. Yeah, and well, maybe I, I also, you know, maybe it was a good day for them because, you know, orchestras, they have good day and bad day. Yeah, so, oh, sure. And, you know, the, probabil- the probability uh, of having a bad day in London, for example, is less than East Europe. But, sure. But, you know, they also have very good day and this was the case for me. Yes, yeah, no, that's absolutely lovely. So the game is in early access right now. It's been in early access for a little bit, but it's wildly popular uh, mm-hmm. And uh, they're talking about adding a campaign, or they are adding a campaign? They are, yes. It's in development uh, at the moment, and it will actually be the biggest part of the game. Oh, like wow. The, yeah, because we have the survival mode right now. Yes. And this mode was made only to, uh, how to say it, like to keep the players waiting because uh, when the game, when we started to communicate on the game and do some promotion, the players were very, very enthusiastic. And we had a lot of messages like, uh, please release the game, whatever, you you know, like even early access, a little something. And so, uh, so that's what we did with the survival mode. But actually the biggest part of the game is the campaign. Do you have any sense of when that's going to be released? I'm not sure. It will be maybe in a few months, but the game is, I mean, the development is taking a bit of time because the success was so unexpected that uh, we had, like the developers, I had so much to to manage uh, that, you know. Tell me a little bit about how the campaign mode changes your music or did it? Uh, That's a very interesting question. Well, um, it will have a lot more narrative music, I would say, because the survival mode is doesn't really have a lot of of, uh, of storytelling, and the campaign will have it. Will it will be obviously uh, completely 
uh, narrated. So the music will definitely reflect that, if that makes sense. Tell me a little bit more about you know you and getting into game po- composition. Mm-hmm. I I noticed that you worked on Vampire, which is one of my favorite scores from 2018. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, from one of my favorite living composers in, in the industry, uh, Olivier Derivière. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk to me a little bit about you know just you and and yeah, uh, yeah that'd be great. So I originally started as a jazz musician. No kidding. I, uh, What's your instrument? A piano. I'm a pianist. Okay. And so after high school, when I went to a music college in France, I, um, you know, I started to study jazz and I wanted to be like a session pianist. But with time, I, I find out that um, playing piano, even even though I love it, uh, it, it isn't really what fulfills me the most as an artist. And I was really uh, always very into composition and, and that kind of things. And I was I was also a very big gamer from you know when I was a kid, so you know I, I naturally make the switch to studying composition. I went to uh, Berkeley College of Music for a while in Boston to study film scoring and video game scoring, and when I came back to Paris, I started to work on uh, some TV shows and to- TV documentaries in France, and I also landed my first uh, video game gig which was a game called uh, Lords of Shulima by Numantian Games, the, the studio who makes, who is making uh, They Are Billions. And yeah, this is how I got into the, into the game industry. So talk to me a little bit about some of the other projects that you've enjoyed working on, uh, probably all of them, but you know. Of course. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, as I said, Lords of Shulima, I'm sorry, it's very hard to pronounce. <laughs> no, okay. It's a problem with uh, fantasy fantasy titles. <laughs> yes, yes um, So this was my first game. It was an old school uh, RPG. And I actually got into this project by uh, browsing Kickstarter. At the, it was in 2012, I think. Mm. And it was uh, I was lucky because it was a big indie game Kickstarter boom. You know, it was very very popular at that time. A lot of projects were getting uh, funded, and so I came at the right moment. I saw that game and. I saw that they didn't have a composer, so I did the thing that never works. Usually I send, <laughs> you know, a cold email like, hello, I'm a composer, do you need music? And <laughs> I sent my demo reel and uh, they really liked it. So we started to work together and uh, that's how it uh, that's how it went. And it was a fantastic experience because it was my very first video game project. It had... A, a little success, you know, it was a very niche game, but uh, I think they sold a, a 90,000 uh, copies, something okay. like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I absolutely loved working on that game. And uh, as you mentioned, Vampire, I started to work with Olivier as a music editor in 2015 on a game called The Technomancer. 
Uh, yeah. It's a French uh, French video game. And uh, so at that time, he was busy working on a lot of different projects. So he needed someone to assist him during the making of the music for that game. And my role as a music editor was to make sure that every cue uh, was ready to be shipped and implemented in the game engine. Uh, so it's basically a lot of editing work, uh, making loops, dividing cues into different sections so it fits the interactive music system that we uh, build and, you know, that kind of things. Mm -hmm. And he called me back to help him on uh, Vampire, which was, and I did like the same job more or less. Okay. So yeah, and uh, yeah, I loved it. I loved I love working with him. Um, he's wonderful. He's, uh, yeah, he's an amazing composer, and yes. so uh, it's always a huge learning experience. You know, I, I I keep going back to things, but you know, you mentioned that you're a jazz pianist, and of course, my day job is hosting a morning radio show on a jazz station. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. I love jazz and uh, always loved playing it when I was younger and. Uh, I'm just real curious, like who some of your favorite pianists were or are, or mm -hmm. you know, who's who, what kind of what kind of jazz did you like? Were you more into bebop or uh, you know what? I just yeah. want to hear more about that. So I at first I was really into you know Oscar Peterson, Benny Green, Bill Evans, Keith Jarrett, all the all the the great, you know, and I still love them to death. Like they are my favorite musicians ever, and uh, really got into. Um, a different kind of jazz, you know, for example, Shai Maestro, uh, Shai Maestro, the pianist who play with Avishai Cohen. absolutely uh, amazing i mean it's incredible what he can do but you know it's a different kind of jazz it's not it's not swing i don't know how to uh, describe it but i love that jazz or you know um, like uh, s Bjorn svensson i don't know if you know yes. him he's uh, yes the, yes uh, yeah yeah so i love that kind of more moody and yeah a little bit pop you know uh, jazz I love that kind of things. Yeah, well, Esbjorn's uh, trio just released that new album um, from a live date about 10 years ago because mm. yeah, he had yeah. sadly died in a mm -hmm. scuba yes. accident, which is tragic. But uh, but yeah, that's really great. I think it's just called Live in London or something. If you haven't checked it out, you should definitely... I actually did. I actually okay. did. <laughs> And I have I have a sad story about that because uh, about that pianist because there is a festival in uh, Marciac in France a jazz in Marciac it's called it's a big 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 uh, jazz festival yeah. and S. Bjorn Svensson was playing with his trio uh, I think it was in 2007 or eight and I couldn't go to the concert and I was like well next time and he like he died oh. like the year after oh. so like I missed he, I missed him like. Yeah. I mean, that's so stupid, but no, it's, no, I always think about it when I listen to his music. Sure.
feel like I'm jumping around a lot. Nope, no I'm problem. Sorry, no problem. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, let's talk a little more about, about they are billions. Um, you know, I heard the main theme and then you have a lot of um, clips of what happens when the swarms come. Mm-hmm. So talk to me a little bit about create because there's tension in the main theme and, you know, a main theme tries to hit all of the... Uh, all of the points of a of a story yes. of a game or whatever. I mean, going you know clearly all the way back to opera and whatnot. So, so like that's your introduction, right? So there's tension mm-hmm. in there, but there's also you know hopeful sounding areas in the Absolutely. main game and whatnot. But well, then, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Keep, keep. Uh, oh, I was just going to say, but then in the swarm music, you know, you build all this tension, and it, mm-hmm. you know, there's all a lot of fast strings. Uh, yes. Kind of ostinato-y kind of strings. Um, so talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. So actually, it's good that you mentioned the hope thing, uh, the hope side of the music, because mm-hmm. that's one of the. Chan- it was one of the challenge of uh, composing for that game. It's such a difficult game. Like it's very, very, very hard. I didn't like me personally. I never won a game because it's a hardcore <laughs> game. It's very hard, and it's uh, one of the feature. You know, it's yes. hard and. And that's what makes it uh, funny. But, you know, I, so as a player, you will lose like a lot of time, you know, and sometimes uh, some players like me will never win a game. So I didn't want to tire them with the music uh, because too much tension uh, can be tiring after a while. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I decided to introduce that hope element to to tell the player, you know, try again. You can you can do it next time. <laughs> and, but you know, it re- I think it works uh, when you play the game. All the swarms music have this kind of slight hopeful vibe, and uh, like uh, in casino game, like uh, you know, uh, uh, um, slot machines and things like that. Yeah. You have some sounds that are designed to make you want to try again, and this is kind of the thought I had when I uh, when I composed. Uh, mm. is that I want to bring an element that will give the player the will to start again, you know, to start yeah. a new game and, and you know, maybe hope to, to make it next time. To this point, not including, well, I mean, I guess that's kind of a difficult question to ask. I was going to say, how much music have you written excluding the campaign? But I guess it doesn't really matter. Just uh, how much have you written overall? Um, I, I wrote about 30 minutes of music for the survival mode. Okay. Oh, wow. uh, not okay. including the, all the ambient tracks that, that you have when you are building, building your colony. Uh, so, because there is about 40 minutes of ambience, <laughs> oh, wow. that's a lot, that's a lot, but, uh, but like orchestral music, it's only, only, uh, well, only, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's about 30 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Did you do the sound design too? Uh, nope. Okay. I didn't. Okay. Well, that's kind of nice to not have to. Have you done much sound design? I did, yeah. I, I did a lot of um, audio work for some um, uh, mobile games, oh, and cool. uh, mobile games, and mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah. When you do that kind of work, you have to do music and sound design. It's like a, a requirement because most of the mobile game studios 
cannot hire two people sure. so so you have to do it to do it all but um yeah it was actually kind of nice in their billions to focus only on the music uh nicholas what kinds of games do you like to play uh that's my problem all of them <laughs> <laughs> uh no but <laughs> well it's true but i'm a big fan of rpgs uh okay. japanese and western i love skyrim and i love uh, dragon quest and uh, uh all, all the persona series and uh, i also love simulation like oh, yeah. uh, sim city or the sims uh, yeah i really like all games <laughs> <laughs> Like, for example, I also have, I love racing games because they allow me to not think about anything or, uh, you know, think about my projects. Uh, because yeah. I don't know. It, I think it's, a, it's relaxing to play racing games. Yes. Yeah. You can kind of tune out everything else. Ab and absolutely. And it, it helps me, uh, how to say it, like understand what I want to do in my projects better. You know, I have, because sure. I have time to think about it and uh, it's kind of a meditation. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> yeah. No. What are what racing games do you like? I love the Project Cars. Yeah. It was a very, very good game. I love the music in those games too. I think the music is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's very golden. And uh, obviously, uh, Grand Theft Auto, it's not really a racing game, but yeah, you can, still. if you want, you can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that game can be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> Absolutely. What are you looking forward to? What new games are coming out that you're really excited about? Uh, definitely Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Uh, I think it will be amazing. Uh, Spider-Man was just released. I really want to play it. Mm -hmm. I it's didn't fun. yet. Mm -hmm. And The Last of Us 2, obviously. Yes. A lot of good games that are coming up in the next few months. Yeah. Are you into Fallout? Are you excited about the new Fallout game? Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Big fan of Fallout, uh, yeah. especially Fallout New Vegas. Uh, oh, interesting. I don't know if you played. Interesting. Did you play it? Yeah, I hated that one. But see, but. Uh, really? <laughs> well, well, the reason, though, the reason was because it was really buggy. And I just had oh, yeah. lo loads of troubles with it, you know, and so I that was my frustration. I would okay. love to go back to that game now. Yeah, it's a great RPG. It was actually developed by Obsidian Studios. And uh, they know, I mean, it's they know R the RPG genre very well. And um, I think what they did in, in New Vegas is one of the best Fallout RPG experience that you can have. Wow. I should give that game another try for sure. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure they've fixed a lot of the things. Oh yeah, definitely because yeah. I didn't have uh, I didn't have so much problem when I played it. Well, Nicholas, what else do you want to talk about before I let you get back to your night there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more music coming up for the Arbillians. We will probably do another recording session in Bratislava. Wonderful. Um, yeah, and I'm working on a lot of different cool projects I can't really talk about right now. <laughs> but there is some uh, virtual reality stuff and uh, oh, it's nice. very exciting. I'm, I'm really looking forward to unveil what I'm, what I'm doing. Yeah, wonderful job on They Are Billions. I look very forward thank to hearing uh, thank the, you the new much. stuff. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to episode 102 of Level with Emily Reese. You can learn more about Nicholas Diederichs and see a playlist from this episode at patreon.com slash level. 
I'm Emily Reese. Sam Keenan is our producer. Say hi, Sam. <clears throat> Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Level with Emily and learn more about us at levelwithemily.com. Made possible by Adam Selvage at Tiki Web Services and composer Brad Gentle. Level with Emily Reese is a production of June Media, Inc. <laughs>